Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, how to build mental strength in marriage. So this is one of the big focuses of my program, Strong Men, Strong Marriages, has a huge impact on just your life in general, especially your marriage. So I'm excited to to share this with you today. Uh, My name is Mike Frazier, MD, psychiatrist and marriage coach. I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from guys in my program, Strong Men, Strong Marriages. Guys are having increased sexual intimacy, not just the frequency, but just the level of connection and intensity of that connection is so much better. You know, when you build these pillars, when you have trust, when you have mental, emotional intimacy, the sexual intimacy becomes just amazing. Um, guys are getting these incredible love notes from their wives, just sharing how uh, much they've changed and how much they're appreciating that. Um, man, that was like a really special moment uh, to, to see, you know, that, that happening. Uh, guys are having, are having quote unquote successful disagreements with their wives. Look, we're always going to have disagreements. We're always going to have conflict, but guys are learning how to turn those into more connection. Guys are improving their relationships with their teenage children. Okay. When you learn these relationship skills, it translates not just to your wife, but to your kids, to your business, uh, to your, all of that. Guys are feeling less tension, less resentment, and less frustration. A lot of the guys that come in, they're feeling those things. They're feeling resentful of their wife. They're feeling tense. They're feeling stressed. They're feeling uncomfortable at home. They feel like they're walking on eggshells. So they're frustrated that they don't have what they want. Okay. All of that's going away. So another kind of, uh, it's not a big focus of the program, but it is a focus. The physical strength guys are, they're losing weight. They're increasing their energy because they are engaging in physical activity. It's great for your brain, helps your mental strength as well. Doing some physical exercise. That's always a fun win that I see from guys in the program. Uh, for me this week, really big breakthroughs around, uh, safety. My wife shared with me a lot of times she doesn't feel safe because of anger outbursts that I have, particularly against uh, my oldest son. Um, and I really, you know, she'd said that before, but I took it more to heart and I've been seeing my own therapist. That's been super helpful and, you know, just did some work around that that I'll share more in the, in next week's episode, but, uh, man, just like a really big moment for me and led to a lot more connection between both of us. Um, you know, those tough conversations, right They're they're not fun in the moment, but they lead to that real intimacy and that increased connection after. So right now in your marriage, like we're talking about mental strength today, but really what we're going for is a different feeling in our marriage, a different emotional, spiritual state. But a lot of that flows from what we're thinking about. So right now you're you're thinking, you're feeling angry and resentful in your marriage. Okay, with, with money, she spends too much. With sex, we don't have enough. Uh, with in-laws, we spend too much time with hers. With parenting, you know, I do all the work or I don't like the way she's parenting. Um, with religion, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hiding mine and I resent that or I don't like the way she's doing hers. Um, with... Um, housework. I'm doing more than my share with uh, free time. She spends free time how she wants and I don't. Okay. So a lot of times we can get these frustrating, resentful feelings. Uh, we can feel sad. We can feel a lack of confidence. Like, man, I, you know, I talk to guys on the phone and uh, on calls and, 
you know, they say they feel just this lack of confidence, like their wife's in the driver's seat in the marriage and they don't really like that. So what guys will do to try to change this is to try to change their wife. Okay. So they'll try to make her stop spending money. They'll try to make her have sex with them more often. They'll try to make her say thank you to them more often. They'll try to make her, you know, do more around the house. So can that help kind of, um, but we'll get into why it's not really the solution. And, you know, again, we're talking about mental strength. It doesn't sound like it, but all this has to do with what we're thinking and believing. The other thing guys will do is just try to stop feeling that way. Like, okay, I shouldn't feel angry. I shouldn't feel resentful. I should just serve my wife. That's the Christian thing to do. So they'll do that for a while, but then they get fed up with that because they, you know, never get anything they want, which is not sustainable for a marriage. Guys will also be just really highly affected by their wife's actions or inactions. If their wife gives them a hug, they're on top of the world. If she turns away from a kiss, they're destroyed, right? They're just very up and down. And again, that has to do with the emotional strength that we'll talk about next uh, next week. But again, your emotions a lot of times tie to your, your thinking, okay? So why we do this, why we try to change our wife's behaviors or why we try to just like tell ourselves, stop it, stop feeling that way. is We just don't really understand what generates our feelings. Uh, it's not a particular situation. It's not that your wife spent too much money on Christmas presents or, you know, whatever. It's actually our interpretation of that situation. So, you know, she, let's say she spent, you know, in, X amount of dollars on, let's say she spent, let's just use a really wild number. Let's say she spent $10 million on Christmas presents. Okay. And you're like, that's just a fact. That's how much she spent. But then it's your interpretation. Okay. It's your interpretation. So it's like, man, she spent all that money and she didn't spend any on me. Okay. And so I'm not worthwhile. Okay, so maybe it's that, or maybe it's, she spent all that money and she didn't even say thank you to me. So I feel unappreciated. Okay. That fact still happened. She spent X amount of dollars, but you interpreted that a certain way. And that generated, that made you feel another way. Okay. That made you feel a certain way. So you felt unappreciated, unloved, taken advantage of, right? But that all depends on your interpretation. Now, a lot of times this interpretation is not completely conscious to us. This is why it's important to come get help, right? Come see somebody that can help you find these things. The more I'm doing this work myself, the more I'm realizing, man, like we all really do need some help finding these things. Um, a lot of times we're operating from old messaging and a lot of times that's from our childhood and it's not always immediately available to us. Okay. So, you know, in this example, she spent all this money. It, it could be coming from this thought of my wife ignores my needs. So your interpretation is, you know what? No one really cares about me. I have to do everything myself. And what that can trace back to is like my parents ignored my needs, right? And so this younger version of you believes that no one cares about me. I have to do it all myself. No one's going to be there for me. And it's really, so her spending that money activates all this old stuff, right? And what it comes across to her as is like anger and frustration. Like, why'd you do that? And so she gets kind of scared instead of you being able to look and see, oh, shoot, like this is coming from really kind of old stuff that I need to take care of. Right. Um, so that's that's why you trying to just like make her stop spending money. Will that help? Yeah. But that same 
thought and feeling will come up other places. So maybe she stops spending money, but then you're going to find some other place where you're going to still believe she doesn't care about you. Okay. She's not honoring your needs, right? She's done. She doesn't really care because that's your deep seated belief that you have to take care of everything yourself. So your brain's always looking for evidence to prove that to yourself. Okay. It's not until you actually start believing, Oh, actually I am worthy of love. Oh, actually I do matter. And I can take care of that younger me in some ways. Okay. That's when things will start shifting. Um, but before you make that shift, it's just not going to work. Right. Because even if your wife does care or shows she cares, you're still operating under those old beliefs. And again, you're going to find evidence for that. So she could be doing everything she can possibly think of to show you you're important. And you can still block all that out when you really deeply believe no one cares and I have to take care of myself. This kind of new stuff I'm learning uh, too here. I used to not put a lot of stock in like the childhood stuff, but the more I do my own work around that, the more I think, oh shoot, like, yeah, to, to make some deeper lasting changes, it's important to go there and explore that. So instead of, you know, trying to change your situation so that you feel better, you need to gain awareness of your thoughts. Okay. So writing them out can really help. So if your wife spent all that money on Christmas presents, right? You just write out, oh, she doesn't care. She's selfish. You know, whatever comes to mind, right? That can help. Um, But then to go one step further, try to find the root of those. Okay. Like what's that really coming from? You know, where else did I learn this lesson that people don't care that I have to do it myself? Try to trace it back to your childhood if you can, right? Childhood or past relationship memories where other you know, some guys, sometimes I'll have guys that come in and they come from a marriage or a long-term relationship where their wife or girlfriend was unfaithful. And so they bring that in and that fear follows them into the next relationship. Um, so yeah, like no one cares. My wife's, I'm going to be cheated on, right? That you can bring that in. And that belief is going to generate feelings of fear of mistrust, which paradoxically it pushes your wife away makes it more likely she'll be unfaithful or leave. Okay. This is the, this is the weird thing about how our brains operate that what we think and believe often ends up in the results that we get. So if you really believe no one cares, often you'll get to the point that no one cares because you start feeling resentful, frustrated, start pushing people away. And then people, yeah, they stop caring because they can't break through that wall that you've got up. Okay. So looking back to those childhood past relationship memories, then you want to just give yourself grace for those beliefs. Like, yeah, you know what, Mike? Yeah. Maybe people weren't there for you in ways that you wanted or needed. And maybe, you know, Joe, your wife did cheat on you in the past. Of course, you're going to think, you know, no one's there for me. So give yourself grace and then just decide if you want to keep those beliefs or not. You know, do I want to continue to believe life's unfair? No one cares about me. I have to do everything on my own or not right? Then if you want to believe something else, then you can choose new, more useful thoughts. Hey, like maybe some people do care. And next week we're going to talk about like the emotional strength and some things you can do that will help with that. The thing is when you choose to start thinking differently, it's not just thinking differently, like thinking positive. You know, if you, if you just say, well, I guess I just have to think if I believe no one cares about me, I just have to think everybody cares about me. So I'll just start thinking that your brain will reject that and it won't work. Um, You have to choose thoughts you actually believe 
or at least that you want to start believing. A lot of times with guys I work with, we'll start with, you know, an idea of, well, maybe people, maybe people do care, you know, just that kind of like a maybe instead of like, oh yeah, hundred percent people care when you're not quite ready to believe that. But if you can believe, oh, like maybe, maybe people do care. Maybe, maybe my wife actually does care about me. Okay. Your brain can then start searching for evidence for that. And a lot of times you'll find it. Okay. And then you'll start feeling, huh, you know what? Look, she bought me a donut yesterday or she, you know, a lot of times when I ask her to do things, she does them. So you start thinking, huh, you know what? Maybe she does care. Maybe she does care about my needs. And then that can transform into, oh, like she does. Yeah, I, maybe I don't have to do everything myself turns into, I don't have to do everything myself. People are willing to help me. Okay. So let's give an example. Like we've talked about spending money on the uh, presence, but let's say you come home and your wife is on the phone. Okay, that's a common one. So an old thought might be, she doesn't care about me. Just like my parent, my parents didn't care about my needs. No one cares about what I want. No one pays attention to me. Okay, so that makes you feel alone, rejected. Okay, these are some things I'm working through myself that I find these feelings come up a decent amount for me. So, but a new thought could be like, I'm valuable. Hey, this is reminding me of old things that are not totally true. Here are ways she does care. Here are ways I can care about myself, right? So now you see her on your phone and then you're like, oh, wait, like this isn't about her being on the phone. This is about me, you know, having all these old feelings activated, right? So now you start feeling valuable. You start feeling cared for. And then your actions start to change. So in the first one, oh, she doesn't care. You might just walk away and pout, right? Or maybe you're mad at her. Oh, get off your phone. Versus the other one, because a lot of times anger covers for things like feeling rejected, alone, sad. Um, but if you come in with this new thought, hey, I'm valuable and you know my wife does care, your actions start shifting too because you feel valuable, you feel fine. Maybe you start feeling interested in her like, hey, you know, what are you up to on your phone? Or maybe you just ask her, hey, can you put your phone down for a minute and I want to tell you about my day, right? Your actions start shifting, but that only really works when you're thoughts and feelings start shifting. So let's say you use that same line, right? That, Hey, could you put your phone down? I'd like to tell you about my day. That can come from a thought of, you don't really care and you should care. I'm going to make you care, right? Which is like, put your phone down. Like, I want to tell you about my day. And then she's like, whoa, okay, I guess I'll listen. But she's scared or she just like fires back. Like, don't talk to me like that. Versus coming from a place of value. Like you're just want to tell her about your day. Like, Hey, you know, could you put your phone down for me? I, I want to tell you about my day. Then she's probably going to be like, yeah, sure. Do you know, give me a second? Let me put it down or whatever. Right. So again, mental strength, so important, but it takes some work to find like the, the problematic thoughts. So you need some skills to do this. You need self-worth and self-esteem that are based in God, something eternal. A lot of this has to do with your relationship with yourself. If you can really be there for yourself and you know, connect to God and his love for you each day, a lot of stuff starts falling off as far as important importance goes, right? You don't need as much of your wife or other people to build you up when you already feel that self-worth from God. And paradoxically, that's when people do tend to be attracted to you more. That's when they are happy to do more things for you when you already feel full. Okay. The other thing is, you, the other skill you need is awareness of your old thoughts and beliefs. And look, the more I do this for myself, the more I do this with other guys, the more I'm realizing it does take outside perspective and work to see these old thoughts. Okay. You need some help to really find them, especially these deeper ones. 
then you need some new thoughts and beliefs. And again, by definition, it's going to take outside influence to help find these. You can't just come up with new ideas on your own, right? You need to get them from other places. Maybe you synthesize from different uh, areas to create kind of a your own custom thought based on other things, but you need new inputs for new thoughts and beliefs. Okay? Then you need intentional practice of the new beliefs to rewire your brain so that these become the new default. Let's say your old default is no one cares about me. I have to do everything myself. If you want to rewire that into you know what? I don't have to do it all myself. I can ask people for help. They are willing to help me. Your brain's going to want to go back to that old thing and you need repetitions of the new to really make it stick and rewire your brain and new experiences that you reflect on and all of that. So this is really what we do in my program, Strong Mind, Strong Marriage. And this is why it works so well and works so quickly. Okay, is we help you identify and eliminate negative, unattractive patterns of thinking, feeling, and acting. You've heard me say that, but hopefully this helps you understand a little better that when you think a certain way, you feel a certain way, it's problematic, like irritated or frustrated or lonely or whatever. And then that makes you act in ways that are problematic and gets you bad results. Okay. So then we need to replace those with positive, attractive patterns. Again, you're going to need some outside help to give you some new ideas. And then you need to repeat those new patterns of thinking, feeling, and acting until they become a new habit. So we do all this in the program. We hold you accountable for that every day to make sure you're doing it and rewiring your brain in the most effective, most efficient way possible, connecting that to God, having it be faith-based. Because when you do that, you just can't fail, right? So come join us in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. We're going to help you do it. Visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com or strongmen.io. I have that one now. Um, that'll direct there. So apply to join. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, you'll fill out an application. And then from there, we'll, we'll talk to you on the call, tell you about their, your options and uh, go from there. So there's a link in the show notes or again, strongmenstrongmarriages.com, strongmen.io. We'll also get you there. All right. Stay strong men and we will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.